Welcome back to Tuesday night. It's a great Tuesday night to be in the First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studio. He's Tim Stragan. How about them red skin? How about them? He's Kevin Ricca. I never, ever thought that slamming your ball up against a pole could feel so good. I just no, it, it, it did, if we're being honest. Best feeling show. I had all weekend. Welcome, Brian Stabby, back to the basement. I let a very heavy sigh out of that game, man. That was a relief sigh. Covering the, the recap against those boys. on uh, Hogshaven this week was Brian oh, Stabby, yeah. so we a appreciate you. A real roller coaster. <laughs> uh, a real roller coaster and also um, a real uh, moment for this Redskins team. I'm Ken Marangolo. Uh, wherever you were, um, wherever you were doing, uh, when the Redskins uh, beat the Cowboys, uh, whoever you were with, um, it was an awesome moment, and it's definitely a big moment uh, in the middle of a season. It was a big moment for, um, I think, the organization in general uh, because of the way that they won, and there's there's too much to celebrate about this win and where we are at this very second um, to just spend any time really uh, harping on all the things we can agree need work. Um, I think Jay Gruden and Alex Smith are going to figure some things out. We're not going to ignore it, uh, but man, there was some pretty awesome, awesome stuff on display. I'll just I'll get us started with the, the defensive line um, because I, I think it, it, it should is a, start it the middle of it should be yes. about the and the end. The the, <laughs> the the reason why I think this was a big organizational game is because um, where they've chosen to be be strongest uh, and invest. Heavily, uh, resource-wise, and first-round draft picks. Wisest. They, uh, it, that they, they, they got it. They nailed it, um, and that's uh, now become the face in, in many, in my opinion, the face of the team, uh, and the reason why uh, you know we're we're winning games. One of the lasting images to me, uh, just one of the side things that I always remember is Tony Romo in a perfect still frame of both Jonathan Allen drawing Payne in the exact same position. Holding the line, I mean, it, it was like almost a carbon copy. The two oh, yeah. of them next to each other. I highlighted it. Uh, the way that What's they, up, the way that they are playing right now is at a, a I don't know. I, it's the best in the league right now. It's got to be. It's one of. <coughs> the, the, uh, you know how long we have this duo for? Uh, it's just <laughs> it's amazing. Fifth, it's amazing fifth in total how, defense. How big of a difference it's made. We talked about it. Talked about it. Talked about it. In terms of the draft, you got to draft the line. At that point, I didn't care who it was. I think we were uh, all pulling for. Um, yeah, we were. Holy Nada, right? Yeah. Um, no, not Nada. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> the mountain in front of the yeah, river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, glad we got Tag this guy. I, yeah. I've been real. I mean, Jonathan Allen's been doing his thing, but yeah. Deron Payne, in my opinion, has been the biggest difference on this year's team. We haven't had anything like the two of them together on this team in a very long time. You've probably never seen anything like it. Uh, I don't think you've no, the best, you have seen the anything like it. The best two defensive linemen I have had on the same team in my lifetime is probably Dana Stubblefield and Big Daddy Wilkinson. <laughs> good. On. Very good. Very, very quality uh, when they were both pl- when they were played at a high level. Um, the, the other thing about, uh, you know, T, about the defensive linemen, you know, getting it done, you know, up front um, – that's the identity that's permeated now also on the offensive side um, because I think Adrian Peterson's running style completes that identity of playing tough, tough football. Now, they're uh, third against the run um, in the league right now, and that's all on average. They've only had, they have, you know, their bye week has already passed, so they played less games than some people. But 
Fifth, fifth in the league in total defense. Yeah, but yards per rush. Yeah, oh, I mean, exactly. Yards per game. This is still. And, and you heard me outside earlier, Ken. Not one running back that we've gone against a top running back in RB1 this season has rushed for more than 61 yards. And that was Wilkins from, from the Colts. And no, uh, the only other guy is 33, right? Yeah. Uh, 30, well, we got 61. We got Ingram had 53. Oh, and he came off of, 50. you know, but whatever. Uh, you know, Jones for the, for the Packers had a little couple carries in his first game back. It was Ingram's first game back. We're looking at these new guys coming in fresh. I hate that. But, uh, you know, Dave Johnson comes out and, you know, we hold him to 37 week one. Zeke gets 33 as the number two rusher in the league. Uh, McCaffrey comes in here leading the NFL in yards from scrimmage, and he rushed for 20 yards. I think he had another 20-some receiving. We're just shutting these RB1s down. Yep. And it's and it's no mystery. They got another no good one coming next week. Yeah. Well, he's dynamic, gonna be, but... He's going to be tough next week, I think, against Saquon. Well, Saquon, Saquon is a dynamic freak, and they're a scary team. We'll get to that, but he has been able to show it because I don't think he has the supporting cast that can even help him out, even a little bit. No, yeah, they, Saquon's a guy that you, he needs a, at least just a little bit of help. He's not getting any help. Yeah, uh, they should get the ball in his hands as often as possible. But he takes so many brutal hits, and and he makes so much out of nothing, and blah blah blah. And he's amazing. He's worth he, he worth is. the price he of admission. Uh, and I am not worried about him at all uh, in the sense that uh, I would love, I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge. I think it's awesome that this uh, uh, group of guys gets to go up and shut a guy like that down because um, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I mean, Saquon got shut down last night. He had 43 yards yes. rushing and 50 yards receiving against a crappy Atlanta team. Yeah, their team. defense sucks. Yeah, both defenses did. Yeah. Um, snap infractions. Let's just – come on, everybody. Let's just be real. You can't do what the Dallas Cowboys center did. Cut Wika. You can't do Cut. it. Cut Maha Wika. And it's an infraction when you break the rules. So, uh, to me, it's, it's black they and white, Wika. night and day. The center said, this is what I do every single time. Cut Wika saw it on film and said, because that's illegal. Because he studied film, and he came up with the idea that they tipped him off. They tipped off the refs and said, you've got to watch him He went do to Gruden. This. Gruden went and to I him. And I think they actually told the defensive lineman. It was, it was Deron Payne, I think. It was that, Brantley. It was Brantley. Brantley jumped but first. They them, Payne came across. If he does this, go. Now, that's what people are debating, whether or not. But I do think the fact that they did go forced the referee's hand to call a penalty, knowing what they knew pregame. Yep. Uh, it just kind of all boiled down it to It comes down as, to something I believe said, it was. Preparation was a from a coaching was, staff is what it boiled down to. That Walter right that would have hooked just Sobchak, the uh, John Goodman's character in Big Lebowski, when he said, It's a league game, Smokey. It's a league <laughs> game. Market it's zero. Foot, market zero. You can't do it the way he did it. It's a snap infraction. And that's a shame for the kicker who had a 47 yarder all ready to go in that foot of his. Um, and he pulled uh, Justin Tucker. And it hit the hit the post. He's no Dan Bailey. So no, no. So how did you uh, react? How did you react? <laughs> it was not. It was. It was. How did you react? In the I was fired screaming. up. We beat the yeah. Cowboys. Did you yell? Oh hell yeah! Oh that was yeah. It was crazy. That was. Oh, was so exciting. First place in the NFC East uh, by one and a half games. Um, uh, again, four and one in the conference. Mm-hmm. I think it, we are within our rights. Next to the conversation about the development of our offense, we are within our rights to talk about uh, postseason aspirations. We, we are, there's nothing crazy about the Washington Redskins representing the NFC uh, in the playoffs. Man, we've been saying that. Uh, we on. absolutely have been, but now, it's, now everyone's going to be globbing on, and we just want to make sure they know, come on, 
Glob on over here. The Washington Redskins are playoff worthy. <laughs> we will, we'll take all globbers. Yeah. No, 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 most well, of the globbers. The globbers are doing other things. Yeah. The globbers are mad about this, that, and the other. Yeah, the globbers yeah, are always say, mad. They're always, the looking, are always, they're always mad. looking for something to be pissed off about. I, I, they, I, they have a huge I, one. I have a question. on Alex for a second. <coughs> Just relax. I have one question for the globbers. If you, here, here's why you know you're a globber. If you disagree, if you don't want Jay Gruden in town, now, this Correct. is a three-step process here. You have to fill out all three. Yes. If you don't want Jay Gruden around, you think you should be done. Yeah. If you're not an Alex Smith guy and you're stuck in the whole Kirk Cousins thing and yeah. you're still Alex Smith yes. angry. Or you just hate Alex. And if and. you poo-pooed the signing of Adrian Peterson, yes. yeah. if you did all three of those things, then you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Glober. Is the problem lying within? Am I ever satisfied? Globlum. Can we not beat the Dallas Cowboys and celebrate without globbing all over ourselves? So if you're that, if you who all, doesn't like Adrian you, Peterson at this point? W- but but listen, go back and you got to check. You got to check everyone's reaction when we signed Adrian Peterson. Was, oh, he's. I'm talking about the initial globbing from your scenario. He's he's proven even the the more optimistic people wrong. I mean, he, what he's doing is. No one, no one could have predicted What I it. said was, I don't understand Except why everyone's getting all Adrian ridiculously Peterson. mad, and I don't understand why everyone's acting like we're going to win the Super Bowl. So he has proved me wrong. No, I was right in the middle. I was non-globbing, but I wasn't exactly you know, doing backflips. I was happy we had him. Yeah. Never could have anticipated his no, jump cut no. would look like this right now. The, uh, I think something encouraging from the passing game to talk about, Josh Jackson got some targets. The, um, what I just find interesting about what was a ho-hum stat line for Josh Doxson was those two inside slants from either side, they were thrown perfectly. Clearly, mm-hmm. it's something they've been working on because it was a timing thing. Uh, the ball was right at his hands. Um, and I think it's, you know, we, we would be fooling ourselves if we thought Alex Smith had that same chemistry with, with anyone else. Shoot, it's taken you know, a hell of a long time to get it with Doxson. Um, I think Doxson has to be the guy. I don't know how hurt he is. I don't know if it's going to be better and better and better yeah. as things go by, but he has to be a dominant offensive player. I love what you said, and you were saying when we were watching the game together at the Knights of Columbus, which was a great atmosphere, and everyone was super positive, and it was, it, was, it was great. But that big body running that skinny slant, uh, he runs it that's well. Nice Obviously, play. Alex Smith throws nice it well, play. and they and they connect on that. That's got to be something he can hang his hat on. Uh, yeah. You know, that, you start from there. It's a building block. I know he's got some other things to take, yeah. but the way he uses his body and the way Alex Smith fits it into a window on that, they've got something going there. Let's build on that. He's still got to start making some more consistent. Absolutely, plays. absolutely. E- even sure. even some of the more acrobatic, you know, fifty fifty balls. That's the he's got to start coming up with those. Yeah. Here's the thing. I I, I thought about it a long time. And I, I said it during our, our earlier show about another team, is that th- this team is winning on defense. This team is winning games yep. on defense. They're doing just enough on offense. And for those Alex naysayers right now, listen, I, I had picked this team to be an 8-8 eight and eight team and not in the playoffs simply because it was going to be a lot of people's first time playing together. It takes mm-hmm. a while to create chemistry. Imagine what this team could be doing if they start to hit a stride, if they have that moment where things start And to stay pick. healthy. And, stay, well, and get you healthy. Get Jameson Crowder. Get and get healthy. You got to yeah. get Paul, Paul Richardson. Uh, Paul Richardson. They back. need so much help. Because he had, he started gaining a, a chemistry with Paul Richardson. No doubt. So imagine what it could be like if he just starts doing that. It's not like it was just flip a switch in Kansas City and all of a sudden it was done. They built up to that year they had last year. They built up to that. The build up is the best thing I heard you just say, and I agreed with everything you just said because right now our defense is obviously ahead of our offense. We all understand that. Yeah. Our special yeah. teams are kicking ass, by the way. So if you're winning these games with 10 weeks to go in the season while you're waiting for this offense to come along, they've only been together six weeks. Quarterback's been here six. Peterson's been here six. Richardson six. 
if you don't think that this passing offense will improve, which it absolutely needs to, we're not hiding from that. No, no one's saying everything's fine. But what Jay Gruden is doing is understanding his team right now. The idea is to get this offense up to the defensive speed, whether it gets there or not. That's the goal. And hit our stride in early to mid-December and go in and have a home game. The fact that we're winning these games without that type of production from yep. the offensive side, while our defense is just playing flat out nasty and specials are just, I mean, I would say an A, not an A plus, because I'm waiting for a big return. Yep. Aside from that, everything has been freaking lights out, man. And the only con- yeah, you, I'm sorry. The only confusion on offense, though, is the amount of targets Reed's getting. Why he's not getting more. Well, you saw him in the red zone get bracketed, and I'm not certain about the whole game because we're not getting that cut. You know, you can't see the, the, you know, if we were getting the NFL films cut, we might have a better chance. But I know in the red zone, we watched uh, old Jalen on the corner running to spots, a man up in an inside spot. They were making sure that he didn't have a two-way go. They didn't want a two-way go with him. uh, I thought it was a a good observation. They they bracket Gronk. They they bracket Kelsey. (laughs) They bracket other top tight ends, and they they still find ways. They were bracketing Reed, and and, and they have other weapons besides those guys. Those guys to make sure. And right now we don't. Right now, right now we don't. Yeah, but you know what happened this week? Josh Gordon is a guy that's going to command attention. You cannot ignore that he's on the field. Mm -hmm. What happened after this game with them beating up on the Cowboys? Cowboys freaked out and sent a first-rounder to go get Amari Cooper. Both Gruden's got a W this week. Everyone was thinking, all right, if the Redskins could make it like a fourth or something, you know, I would be okay to part with a fourth. They went and spent a first-round pick on a guy Uh, who might not even be good. They got to pay him $14 million next year, I believe, which which is essentially a one-year deal. Um, They have Dak coming up. Uh, I think it's – I thought it was uh, interesting. I think Cowboys fans are having buyer's remorse. We'll (laughs) love to see if they can uh, physical him out. Well, they got to see what Dak has. They got they're, they're all, they're all they're in trying on to Dak. give him. Well, he didn't look. Well, he was their best offensive player. He, he was. Didn't look that good. But they're trying to give him the ability to be resignable, perhaps, yep. and and then bringing Cooper in gives them a chance to not only win but actually see what he can do with a guy of that talent. Now, I'm not sold on Amari Cooper. I wouldn't give a first round draft pick for Amari no, Cooper. No, 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 no. This oh. this screams Joey Galloway to me. I love when it. He, or Roy when Williams. He, when he or Roy Williams well, when they both got traded for first like, first round picks. It. I loved it. It well, made me giddy. Oh when yeah, it happened. I was stoked. I was, I, you know, the way we've been winning tightly. Uh, I, I think that, and people are are using that as an excuse to be down on our offense. Um, I think that ninety plus percent of of offensive minded coaches and coordinators are calling a second half very similarly to the way Jay Gruden does um, because that you, because that's how you do it. I mean, there's a couple guys who are going to do what they do no matter what, but most coaches. Um, are going to do it the way he's done and try desperately to, to get ball control when, with the lead. Um, play, you know, Joe Gibbs did it. Uh, Damn, we're you know, good at that right now. You know, get to, yeah, get to the you, end of the when game. You, when you have a running game that's working. And exactly. By the way, we haven't talked about it enough. The way this line is playing it, it has been absolutely outstanding. Sheriff is mauling people. I know the, the, Mauling the periscope view, the periscope graphics that we saw were, were I love that. They were the, so the, cool. On, on I the screen, love the that. flying yeah. block yes. by Sheriff. You got you got Quick and Doxon out there on the perfect angle. You got everyone did their job. I went through every single eleven. It was the coolest oh, yeah. looking play. It was like a Callahan framer, and then you got the receiving coach out there going, "This is exactly how it's supposed to be done." You got Laval peeling back. You got we did work on that oh, yeah. play. Capri Bibbs scooted right in. It, it could have been Capri Bibbs. It could have been. 
Capri Slim. It could have been any Capri. <laughs> Kid Capri. Whoever. In. Whoever had that but ball that in hand at that time was taking it's that to the so house. so necessary in football. Again, we always talk about the spread offense and, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know all this stuff. What's happening in KC is crazy. Uh, but, but besides that, <laughs> every year, the, the number one teams, the top teams, the best teams, the teams that are in, the, in control of their destiny, the ones that are, are winning games on a consistent basis are the ones that can run the ball. Sure. Because you keep the ball out of the hands of a threat. And you, you milk that clock, and you're right. We have not had this. We didn't have this even with Clinton. Uh, we, I'm we, unfamiliar. We, did, we didn't have the ability to get the lead and then retain the lead like they have. And they came close and to unretaining it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that so did happen. So. I'm uh, unfamiliar, but remind me, gentlemen, I, I saw last night, I saw, uh, I, saw Matt, I saw Matt Ryan and Eli Manning both throw for damn near 400 yards, have no turnovers, have huge quarterback ratings, and... They both have losing records. Isn't suck. this the style of ball that really translates when it gets freezing cold outside yeah. in the playoffs? Winning stand. Now, we've never, brand. we've never had it since the era of Grandfather Gibbs. Gibbs' but, first, first run. I mean, he tried yeah, to recreate right. it with, with Clinton. He but did. But we, any, uh, I love, the, I love the, uh, the historical information on Regan's being uh, 33. 33. Yeah. Oh, how about that? The best, guy, the best running back in our history, the one that we hold up on a mantle uh, – is exactly what we're seeing again with Adrian Peterson with right a, now. Yeah. With a tad bit of a less healthy liver than Adrian Peterson, I would uh, imagine. It's been it's been working pretty That's darn true. hard at that point. And uh, perhaps not Peterson the doesn't have work to get, ethic. Peterson doesn't have to get <laughs> oxygen when he runs on for the uh, for the for the introductions. We got any uh, action on on the topic there on Facebook, Brian? I see you checking it out the comment section. Yeah, oh, people James. think that uh, Amari Cooper is Des with more drops, it so they do people do. are feeling pretty good about it. Des with more drops, but Des, by the way, Des still not being in the league. When they, they went and traded a first round pick for somebody, they probably could have had him for free. The fact that he's he's not there is super telling. In case you're wondering what's going on with Des, um, do, do the Redskins need to go find another guy? I, I, we had the Bell conversation last week. I would I would do it, I would do what it took to get him, but no. Jay, I mean, se- Jay, Jay seems to think so. Jay in his press conference said, uh, with the injuries and blah blah, you know, we we have to look at adding another guy there now. It could be our guy uh, Trey Quinn coming back this week or next week. Yeah. Is, he, is him saying they that said though? next week, and I'm 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 nervous. Does that mean this week or next week or does that I mean, don't know? But does that mean Giants or does him that coming mean back at all to Falcons me is, is gigantic. Yeah. Uh, and especially with Crowder out, he feels the need. Is, is him oh. saying that publicly though an, endo- an indictment on the other receivers who are on this roster right now? But Trey a, Quinn, it's, it's lighting no, no, a fire on him, someone's him ass. Him saying, yeah. I, I think we need to go out a guy. Is that if you're one of these guys? That's no, because half of them are, are added guys. Half of them were just added, so they they get they understand like the if game. If you're Maurice Harris, do you feel like you're not getting the job done? Well, Maurice Harris is the only healthy guy that Alex Smith started this season with as a new quarterback. He's the only one. Yeah. Our other five guys injured, out, yep. and and Doxon back and forth playing. But uh, uh, hey, Harris has done fine. He's done exactly what Harris was supposed to do. I don't. I don't. I don't see any bad stuff out of him there. Even if even if uh, Crowder, Paul Richardson, and Josh Doxson are 100% healthy, um, if Trey Quinn is also 100% healthy, he's going to get targets yeah. in the game. So if he's healthy, he's, he's a difference maker for us uh, for a couple of reasons. This is a great song, by the way. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, and he's in the Ryan Grant mold where you can put him outside if you need him. You can keep him inside. He's, he's a smart guy. He's a route runner. He's a, you know He's one of those guys that the coach relies upon. You can hang your hat on that dude to be where he's supposed to be. Um. 
having Tony Romo in the house was especially uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, amazing it, it for me. It was so obvious. Loved watching. Loved he, when those guys had to watch he, the loss. He had right? a rooting interest in, in the Cowboys. Aikman now, used to that do that. Said, and he's actually, he actually is pretty good he at the good. job. I agree. I agree. When he, when he starts saying, this is what you want to look for, this, I mean, he, he's got an insight that I don't think anybody's brought for a long, long time. It goes down he, as he a loss for Romo at FedEx. But yet another was, one. He was obnoxiously. Hey. It, it didn't really even bother me that much, to be honest with you. I, That's I why I love him so much. I had a little, he, he's terrible at FedEx. I had a little Bourbon Street syndrome. Uh, after yeah. the New Orleans game, all of a sudden we're talking about old heydays of Romo playing against the Redskins. All of a sudden, Romo's out there talking about this, that, and the other. All of a sudden, there's a Corona commercial with Smirky S. Romo shoving a Corona down his throat, talking on the phone, acting like a big doofus. And all of a sudden, it just hit me. I'm like, this is too much Romo. This is too it's much Dallas. I just listened to Witten's robotic o- ass. Witten. He's horrible. Oh. Well, you can't avoid a Dallas announcer at no. any cost. Is Moose He's Johnson horrible. still doing games? Because He is. So he you is? got Aikman, oh, yeah. you got Moose, you got Romo, you got Witten. What the hell is going on? How it's Jerry that, Jones. Oh my God, it's Jerry I was Jones. Say, is that a Jerry Jones yes, thing? It's a because Jerry Jones there thing. are not that many Redskins or even DC area sports. Jerry Jones has both hands national. right around the cojones of of the commissioner, and he gets Everyone's his way. Everyone's being brainwashed. The only, the only oh, yeah. DC guy. Not me. I'm never Theisman. drinking Corona again. Hey, we're gonna resist. <laughs> Theismann wasn't wasn't the best. I love him he was, he was a he was a Redskin. We've never had another Redskin who's a national television broadcaster. They've had they have four right now. It's tough. Just odd, you know? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if there's someone who's influenced. One o'clock game yeah. in New York, probably uh, not going to draw the A-team from the announcers. I'd need to look that up and see who's a Cougar. Is Ian Eagle still available, or do we have... As long uh, as it's I not like someone that I do too. Dallas, I do, too, but... Yeah, a non-cowboy. Right. That's what we're ordering. I would like a non-cowboy. Yeah, a non-cowboy I really would. would I'm so excited to see uh, our defense. Are they going to make us wear... Are they going to wear white and make us wear dark, or... What do they... They usually switch know. that up. They usually wear dark blue at home. Don't they? The home team generally wears dark. Well, the Redskins uh, like. Yeah, I said that's why I said general. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll switch it around. They made the they made the Cowboys uh, play with their dark blues, uh, which I love. Cowboys always wear. Boy, on Thanksgiving. No, just recently. Uh, when we play them next, though, they the, always the wear they always wear white at home on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they'll make us go dark. Yeah, that, and that's always. the way Redskins uh, away games in yeah. Dallas to me should be. Uh, I just remember growing up. The, when they had the awesome spear helmet. It was like Jeremiah Trotter and Jesse Armstead and LeVar Arrington. And everyone was stoked how good that linebacking core was. And two of the, two of the three yes. of them were not very good. Mm. <laughs> At least two of the three. I, I, LeVar is great. I love LeVar. Uh, so he's definitely a good one. Man, I really am rooting for you to see some good football from Redskins. It's just, it's just painful listening to your... This is, this, these are my memories. Well, we're replacing them. Redskins football. I am excited about uh, Eli Manning coming to town. Uh, I t- was talking to Kevin um, on Sunday about it. You, the oh, you guys, you guys talked on Sunday at, huh? the, at the nights. That's no, Columbus that's really nice. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You had to go to like <laughs> lax practice. Yeah, right. During no, a Dallas, my girls Washington to strike for a birthday party. It was yeah, fun. And yeah, there was good, like good, good thousand, story. Good there was talk. A thousand TVs on. It. That's, that's, that's good. fair. At least that's you got fair. to watch. And a lot of Redskins fans, I'm sure, were there. Would you yes. Would you roll about it? One thirty, one thirty-five. Are you doubting my polling skills? Yes, no. uh, that's affirmative. You rolled better than that. All right, we have we have a match. I'm we out. A match in a I hate you. <laughs> that's not you know. I'm I'm only going because I, I want to get an egg and cheese sandwich from the bar. You can't make that kind of a joke and then not back it up. I mean, whatever. Well, you your brothers at the nights. All your friends are at the nights. Don't act like your lucky strike was great. 
the quarterbacks who have done well against us, uh, the Cams, the yes. Dax, for that matter, yes. the, the guys who are able to Say have a hand it. on Preach. them, move out of the pocket and hurt us a little bit with their legs, even one-armed A.A. Ron. Uh, guess what? Eli Manning is, like, hammer drill shackled to... Uh, hold on. Both are next to opponents. There were sacks everywhere. There's seven sacks. I was like, uh, no one's escaped. Can I... Can I just say one he thing? A, he is a prisoner back there. <laughs> Can I say one thing? Grady Jarrett. Are you familiar with Grady Jarrett? Yeah, the guy who just Anyone? made Nate Solder look like me Anyone? last night? Anyone? He's a defensive tackle. Yeah, for Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah. Four years in the league, six sacks. Last night, he gobbled him up for two. Yeah. <laughs> Grady Jarrett was out Nate there. Nate Solder looked it. terrible. You want to f- compare old Grady Jarrett to one of our two new mutants? Come on now. Come on now, someone's feasting. We're gonna someone rush feasting four, and That's we're gonna it. get pressure, mm-hmm. and we're hopefully not gonna do that that terrible uh, double pretzel oh, twist. Oh, can it kill me? That's the one thing that killed me about it. Minuski had two bad plays in a row. We went man, we went man coverage, and they ran us off, and we didn't have a spy on anybody, and we ran twists at the line, and Dak went seventeen and sixteen, right and at boom, the middle, boom. and there was no way he couldn't. And I didn't understand that. And we got out of it. We started rushing five, and we figured it out. By those two plays killed me. I thought it was the whole drive, but it was really those two plays. They were back twist. to back. We haven't they talked back about the back. strip six. Oh, we oh, didn't. I mean, that's how do we we're me? going out or, on the or, high or note. Or did it look like Ryan Kerrigan had added some speed? The, he looks great. From, from the acceleration. To, the acceleration from, from point A to point B. I think it was like almost like stop. I, I almost he couldn't believe down. it was actually Kerrigan. It was awesome. You're right. You're right. I've never seen him move like that. He settled for a second to like. It was delayed. Break that, and then he was kind of shot out of a oh, cannon. Missile. It, it was unbelievable. Their first uh, defensive touchdown this year. I mean, and what a huge time to do it. And, and how about Preston Smith looking like Anthony Rendon fielding that one hopper? Smooth. Just clean. As, as, it was, as if it was yeah. nothing. That's the, <laughs> that's the step that Rendon takes before he just throws Thank it you, sir. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Ryan Kerrigan the is... Smoothness. Creeping up on Charles Mann uh, and and Dexter Manley for that matter, but that, Dexter's uh, yep. not not going to happen this year. But he does, but there goes Kerrigan again doing what um, he does. Now one of the reasons why, if you're really uh, in in touch with your inner Redskins fan, we drafted this guy. Um, he didn't come in this town with parades and fanfare unless you were really paying attention to the draft. People were scratching their heads. He's played. Just comes out and plays every game, and then and he, and he somehow ends up with ten or eleven sacks on the season. He, he he sets an edge. He, he gets he made for fun Purdue, of, for, right? Yes, with Boilermaker. Boilermaker. I, I think yeah. he got a little Boilermaker uh, uh, boost. Yeah, you yeah. drop you drop a shot of whiskey into a cold beer, and you just have at it. He, and then next thing you know, Dak's like. And then right when everyone's doubting, you know, a true Redskin through and through comes through in a big time game against the Dallas Cowboys in, in front of the home crowd. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, when Chris Cooley would do it, you know, and towards the end of what, what he had going on, um, Daryl Green, uh, of course, John Riggins, and then, of course, previous defensive linemen, like when Daryl Grant, Dexter Manley, and those guys teamed up for, uh, and Charles Mann, Dave Butts yeah. for that awesome 1983 championship touchdown. Um, he's, he's deserving of every, of every bit of it that we can give him. Uh, so appreciative and he got his two sacks and and he probably won't get another sack for like four games and then he'll just randomly get three. Oh no 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 we got Eli and Matt Ryan. I think he's, <laughs> he's got to get him this though. week. He's got to get him he's this week. He's benefiting the most from Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne mm. being there. And uh, schematically we haven't been using him as that pass rusher. We've been no. using him in space. And he's not, no and longer the guy that they're watching the most film yeah. on. But, to, but Preston got off on Tyron. Preston that was embarrassed shocking. what, what because I know who the best left tackle in the game is, but I, I do think that Tyron might be number two. 
He's and, right oh, yeah. there. And, He's pre- up there. And, and Preston just absolutely out quick, out athletic, and outplayed him yeah. consistently through that game. I, it it almost made me think he was hurt. You know, it was like so egregious on certain plays how he got around him. And Preston also looked like he was on a, on a little Ryan Kerrigan super burst. I mean, it yep. was when he came off the edge on that one play, when he just completely decimated, it was sick, man. And they, they, both of those guys had the quarterback's arm at one point on two bad throws. Uh, th- what a great day for a, What a great uh, feeling well, to watch defensive football uh, we around here. DJ Swearinger yet either. Oh, the yeah, quarterback sneak, fourth down. He hit, makes the hit, and makes the scoop up uh, on the inter- deck. And the First internet all, uh, inter- the interception, interception that wasn't count. Oh. Yeah, the flipping that interception. That was amazing. Uh, that inspired a lot of people. I'm what sure. a great freak agent it, signing. It was an emotional, inspired play on the defensive side of the ball. They, 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 they what a Zach hit. Brown, I think, Foster, uh, I think Harvey Clemens. I think we're a lead. Harvey Clemens I mean, had. We, I know, I know, what, Drew, right I know what Drew Brees just did. I understand all that. I get it. I understand that happens in a pass in a passing NFL that it is. I think we are as good as anyone on defense right now. I need Monte Nicholson to make a few more plays. Yeah, they and have it, one whole side that is I'd, weak. I, we got we gotta have Dunbar come back. It's Strong. only Strong. fitting. Strong. It's only fitting that the defense scores right. the first second half touchdown of the season. Yeah. It's only fitting that the defense scores the first second half touchdown yeah. of the season, or the first one we've seen. Yeah, we since. Still not scored the third quarter. Let's just let's just make yeah, sure we, we heard it in the third quarter. Yes, we didn't get that touchdown, but in the third quarter we outgained the Dallas Cowboys 124 yards to four yards. So I don't want to hear him in third, third quarter blues. Yes, we didn't score a touchdown. Yes, I wish we did. 124 yards to four. We dominate time of possession. We're a different built team. We are built differently than we have been in, in, in seasons past. We got a guy, old Adrian Peterson, that, that, that can run behind this, this, guy, this line we got. This is a different way of winning. So let me just ask you guys one thing. I know we want to get out real quick, but a, a lot of flack was said about the, the Gruden not being aggressive enough at the end of the game. And, I, and that, that last drive, of course, I wanted a first down. But you look around, you don't really have a go-to guy. Absolutely on that drive, Jordan Reed was taken out of the equation. Now you're leaning on who? Uh, maybe a skinny slant back again. and maybe. A, but three timeouts left on the other side, a minute 18 to go. You have got to make sure they burn some of those. Yeah. Too bad. I think you have to run the ball two of those three downs. Get, and then you, you take you one chance. To, I was surprised we to. threw the ball on third down. And if you understand how this team is built and how defense is far ahead of the offense, yes, we wanted to win. Yes, Alex Smith made the third ball play of his career because he thought he could he get thought us he that could get W. There. He thought he could get that W. He got caught in that you know, in and out place, and he admitted it, and it was the biggest bonehead play, and I hated him for it for a second. I love how he responded because yeah. it was so stupid that I can't even possibly imagine that that would have happened to him. That's his one free pass. It didn't burn us. Thank God. It didn't. But let me ask you guys. Uh, do, you, do you think you have to run the ball twice there when they have three timeouts? You can't let them have a minute to go with whatever? Uh, the, you know, the long handoff that was dropped, I, that to me, that, that, that's the killer. It's not just on, on the play call. I think you want to have confidence that you can get the ball to the outside uh, without any, any defensive, um, uh, you, know, uh, you know, interference uh, on the pass. So uh, that, that, to me, that, that part, part of it was bad. Um, I'm, well, we only got what, we did run the ball on the first, first, right? We ran the ball on first and second and second. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, I, I think we only got two though, two yards or, mm-hmm. or less sure. on the first one. If you pick up four or five, then you're in a situation where you can maybe do a play action. Yeah, and that's execution. That would be excuse, That would be very right. uh, aggressive. But I had no problem with them. That's what they 
they that's what they're doing right it's now. It's who we are right now. It's who know, we are right now. It's exactly who we no are. I had no problem with that. You force them into a third down, yes, they know you're going to pass the ball. The missed wham block. An incomplete. Uh, an by inc- Vernon Davis. Yeah, that was, that that was timing. An incomplete pass is a killer there. A sack with the possibility yep. of a fumble is a killer. Uh, any turnover is a right. killer. Who are you going to go And to? you know Alex Smith is in danger at that point. He's going to throw it away because he's going to smartly not make a mistake. And an incomplete pass would be a killer there. You know what? I think the bigger issue is, though, and I think there was the right call in that situation, but I looked at it after the game. There was only one drive they had on offense where they didn't run the ball on first down. I think the criticism we is are. I think the criticism is that he's getting kind of overly predictable on like, so I, I mean, you can predict the run all day. That's execution yeah, amongst yeah, yeah, yeah. massive men. I would say th- predict run. Say they're gonna run. We're still gonna run it. And you got AP uh, oh, and we got a bunch of monsters. Ryan, my That's answer, football. I think the answer to that, really honest to God, is is that the majority there's only there's a very select there's an outlier few that aren't gonna call games with the lead in the second half in the National Football League. Um, there's things that, that they do. This is how they do it. And there, there are ways to do it differently, and guys who do it differently can, can be better, but this is the way it's won. Like Atlanta and with we're Julio Jones? It. Well, sure. they have Julio Jones have and Julio Matt Ryan. Jones. They have Julio Jones. Yes, and you trust them. Do we have a Julio Jones right now? No, Not even our, close. Our offensive, Not line, near it. our offensive line is our Julio Jones. Thank I, you. Our offensive line and is our, our Julio And our Jones. go-to guy is Adrian Peterson that's in the correct. crunch. And, that's, that's right. and I was happy with what we did. In fact, a tad bit surprised that we threw on third down. I was. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no problem with it whatsoever. I think there's a lot. And I, I don't do this very often, but when you're when you when everybody who's played in a Madden game or Madden tournament your whole life, and you get in that situation, and you want to, and you and you're, it's coming down to the end. Of course, you're going to put the ball in the running back's hand and, and let that clock run. Um, <laughs> I like the long handoff. I think the Redskins are capable of it. Um, it, it there's a, just. Uh, it's a little element of risk that, uh, for example, a coach like Joe Gibbs had no interest in. Joe Gibbs r- runs that ball there at uh, 99,000, you know, I mean, all, maybe except for .001, Joe Gibbs runs that ball, and, and guys like him do. So I'm okay with it. I, I, and, I, and, again, the way we won and the way we've been winning, I'll give Jay Gruden credit, at least some credit, because the way that he's calling the game is – Leaning very heavily on our defense, and it is asking them to. It is asking Tressway and the special teams uh, units to, to continue to, to get get uh, offenses ninety and eighty five yards away from the end zone on a regular basis, which they have been. Uh, and then it puts a lot of pressure on the opposing offense to drive uh, on that defense. And, yeah. and uh, Jake Gruden's going to roll the dice with that defense a lot. I, I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm it. not an apologist, right now, but I, I totally understand why he did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I. You're not going to hear any um, bravado about uh, going uh, up to New York and facing a, a wounded, you know, animal uh, in the New York Giants. Uh, Traded a starting corner today. Traded a starting corner. I mean, basically, first round draft pick. There are his mom is good at Twitter. They're writing the no, script he's been for a disaster. Eli Apple's been a disaster. This is little giants all over again. This year, they say Icebox is yeah. is coming out of the tunnel. I think for them. I know. I'm I scared. I'm probably Sunday. hoping I'm not going to lie. Well enough to I'm scared shit shitless. Them out. I'm, I'm scared about this one. It's a trap game. This of all giants. trap games. It's always the game that that, you know, that we, screws our season. Yes, yes. But that, they have players or, that if you get the ball the to them, they can do some things. It's the game that we're always expected to win, and somehow Eli does some stupid Eli shit, and, and you're like, we just lost. <laughs> so we got to stop the Eli shit. That's going to be the guest job number one. <laughs> the stupid Eli the shit. The stupid Eli shit. Uh, I think we got... That we, derpy we got, face. 
we got to get to him. Um, the thing about him, though, uh, he's a tough guy. He'll give you four quarters. He can get sacked seven times and still make a play on you, so it's got to be four quarters. That stupid Eli. That stupid Eli. His expressionless, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, destruction. Um, I, I am ex- I'm excited about uh, getting another NFC East game under our belt uh, and another uh, conference game. I, I, if you've been on the edge of – Nine and seven and eight, seven and one and six, you know, seven and nine. And, you know, understand at the end of the season when the playoffs are on the line, what matters a lot is that that conference record. Uh, and I don't think the Redskins have had a four and one conference record, uh, just, you know, in six games as long as I can remember. Um, so it's a good thing. And I think uh, it deserves a little bit of pub. Stockpiling important conference yeah. wins it's, while it's, not being great. If you want to be a playoff contender, you, you got to check yeah. that box. Yes, you do. Um, and, 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 you know, put these guys on the road uh, in, in a place where I think they, they, they can succeed. Uh, and, and, again, get these young players experience beating the Giants in New York. And, again, organizational. Everything starts to come together with young guys. Winning begets winning. Success begets success. Uh, at 4-2, and two, the Redskins have a lot of upside. Um, and so I'm excited about it. And I, and I just I, man, God, I hope we beat the Giants. We got to beat them. I'll, is it a must-win game, T? It's, no, it's not a must-win game. The, the must-win conversation. I mean, just for us, I had to give. I had to give it. I had to give it to coach. Here I had to give in this coach basement, the, uh, the people who are watching. Yes. It's a must-win. We will I feel, feel like it's a must-win. Really but in bad terms of numbers and, and, the, and the way the season's going, it's not a must-win. It's just gonna. It's that one that we're, we always look back to and go. God don't say it. Damn it! Yeah. Don't say the two. Don't say the two loss thing. I say that. No, I won't say. We got um. Fun time. What, what, who's who's, who's going to sing us out here? Kev, Kevin Rico always. What do you got? What do you got? Got some doors. We're going to go out with Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mojo Rising. We're coming back in a week. Uh, it's going to be a good show after the whistle. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday night to cover the in, inside and in, in, in the outside the whistle. Uh, he's tracking. What do you, what's your prediction? I uh, uh, see now, now, now you're, now you're, make me feel like I got to be more conservative than I would, but I, I think this is one where finally the Redskins actually gain a little good, bit of confidence. They, they they get to rolling a little bit more on offense. They make some big plays. Um, I, I think they're going to put them away about, I'd say at least, I was going to say 31-16. Kevin Ricca, who sells the best breakfast fast food morning sandwich? Uh, as of late, uh, the Burger King Chris Sandwich, which was an old classic for me and a new classic as of late. That, that Burger King Chris Sandwich just melts in your mouth, and I find it to be delectable. And what's your score prediction? 31 to 20. I'd already written it down before <coughs> T said the 31. I know I'm going to get prices righted here somewhere, but I do believe uh, we take an early lead. We hang on. They're going to get their little points at the end. They got dynamic guys running around. Uh, 31 to 20, as long as we're not the 40-40 club on Saturday night, we're going to be just fine. Everything is going to work out. Uh, I look to get to 5-2 and two and eliminate this Giants ghost and set them straight and right down to the bottom of the NFC East. Wawa or Royal Farms, Stabs? Wawa. Why? Uh, Royal Farms has better fried chicken. The greatest fried chicken. But well, that's I a, think uh, I, Wawa has, I mean, like, I, the way, you know, as, a, as someone who went to college in Pennsylvania, Wawa wasn't a gas station. Wawa was a restaurant that you could buy gas at. All right. What's your score prediction? 26-12. Washington Redskins, all, offense is going to wake up and give you guys 38 points. 
And the defense is going to hold the Giants to a paltry 10. 38-10, Washington. And let, let, let us not forget that the Redskins have been hot before. I was at a game when the Redskins were 6-2. and two. Don't get up. Stay medium, as uh, we like to say. Uh, let's take it one at a time. Stay medium. Stay medium. He was, a, he was a bit of a dope of a coach, but I do say, I do I, like a I think good stay, stay medium. One win, at, one win at a time, and let's make, let's make the next one on Sunday, T. All right. He's Kevin you. Ricca. And uh, on my way out, let me just say this. I don't care what type of Redskins fan you are, optimistic, pessimistic, somewhere right in the middle, that feeling that we felt for the last 15 minutes of real time, the last two minutes of game time, <laughs> yeah. the Cowboys fans got false hope. All the way up until the very end. And then a big old dong. Doink. On Channel 9 on CBS. Uh, loud. A loud doink loud. to just rip their guts out. So if not anything else that happened on Sunday, enjoy the hell out of that. And, that, and then they went out and got Amari. Uh, I, I, listen. <laughs> they dropped their pants that in the was, middle of Oakland. I, I think also the Giants right now are, are reeling in the same. They are reeling. In, in, in the same direction right now. If we can't they, put that. They, we, they have a rudderless That's a shit. should win. That's a should win. And then if you're who you think you are, that's you got to win should wins. That's why we're all being so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you got to win should wins. Yeah. We have not won. We have been on the wins. other. Be a lot we of have been on the receiving end of what the Cowboys days. have had. There's the oh, week yeah. that the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans are having. We have had those weeks yeah. before, so it feels really yeah. good to yeah. be on the other side. I'm telling you right now, uh, Washington Redskins are for realsies, and it's did you okay. Give a score? Did you give a score? Thirty-eight ten. You did. Thirty-eight ten. Yeah, he said it was going to be a, uh, a slashing, yeah. and I, you know, I, I don't even think it's going to. It's going to look easy. So uh, that, no, that's the prediction, anyways. Until next week. Brian, thank you, sir. Hail to the Redskins. Good week. Good week, guys. Tim? Well, you go to Wawa with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ken Marangola, and this was The Audible. Thank Wawa you so much. The restaurant? Take us out of here, Brian. I love Wawa. I love Wawa. It's, it's, I'm a Wawa guy. Uh, Wawa's fantastic. Royal Farms fried chicken makes me weep as I take yeah, bites out of it. it's pretty damn good. Yeah. It also makes me weep approximately I didn't hear six the, uh, hours like later. More yeah. like